Alice and Miranda followed the crowd under the archway and up the steps into the tall room where the Gimbals hosted concerts for over a hundred lucky people. Sconces cast golden light down limestone walls. Hidden speakers played soft guitar music. Smiling waiters in cowboy boots circulated with trays of red wine, white wine, beer. A shriek broke the air, coming from outside. The shriek repeated and repeated in growing hysteria, then tailed off into an eerie, keening wail. Tessa? A cloud of fear filled Alice's mind. She turned and dashed out the door and under the archway toward the wailing voice, Miranda behind her, high heels clicking. Before them lay a big, irregular pool surrounded by a stone walkway and a strip of landscaping. Close to them, at the deep end, at the edge of blue water lit by underwater lights, a short, dark woman stood wailing, hands clenched in her apron. Across the pool, Alice saw Tessa, face white, guitar in one hand, backpack in the other, staring at the water. Alice edged closer. A foot off the bottom of the pool, eyes open, mouth open, fully clothed, her orange skirt moving slowly back and forth in the pool current and her long sandy hair waving like a mermaid's, floated a woman whose face smiled from thousands of album covers. Annie Temple. Off to Alice's right, a door slammed and a slim man, forty-ish, in a black silk t-shirt and black jeans, raced from the far end of the studio, a long low building that ran from the archway along the length of the pool. He cut through the landscaping to the stone path, kicked off his loafers and dived straight down toward the body. The constable came running from the archway, shouldering past Miranda and Alice, speaking urgently to his radio, calling for help. He stripped off his equipment belt and took a deep breath, ready to jump in, just as the black-shirted swimmer broke the surface, pulling up Annie Temple, arm around her neck. The constable helped haul her out, but an odd tussle occurred. Once the constable had efficiently arranged Annie's body, cleaned her airway, and poised himself to start mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, the black-shirted man quickly knelt down, slid sideways, edging the constable away, put his mouth on Annie's, and appeared to blow. The constable elbowed him away, grunting, I'll do that. Alice watched the constable's back expanding and contracting rhythmically over the body stretched out on the pool apron. Twice she heard the swimmer say, Let me! But the constable kept working. Steady inhale, steady slow exhale. Minutes passed with no sound but the dreadful one-way effort. No welcome intake or exhale from Annie Temple, whose blue eyes stared up at the evening sky while the constable huffed into her open mouth. More and more concert-goers pushed through the archway, pressing forward to see. Alice was jostled by a broad-shouldered man with long blonde hair and twin springs staff embroidered on the back of his shirt. She heard his sharp intake of breath as he saw the black-shirted man, the constable, and the wet orange skirt fanned out on the cement and watched him start forward, then stop, rigid, 